1450 WKXL, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM, the signal that booms into downtown Manchester. It is Kale and & Company, and we are presented by Weed Family Automotive. They are conveniently located at 124 Store Street in Concord. You can give them a call, make an appointment. Bobby and Charlie standing by. Maybe even Dan Weed will answer the phone at 603-225-7988. Online, you can check them out at weedfamilyautomotive.com. Well, folks, it is that time of year. The award shows are upon us, and one is coming up very, very soon. That would be the Screen Actors Guild Awards. That's February the 27th. The Academy Awards will come your way on March 27th. So who better to call in to talk about these things and these shows than our very own, our resident flick chick, Kitty Ray. That's you. That's you. It is. And you got it right. I got it right. I have to think about it. I have to think about it. But here's this pause. She is our resident flick chick. She goes to more movies than anybody I know. And, you know, <laughs> you know the, uh, the movie world has made it easier for you to access uh, a lot of movies now that are up for Academy Awards and SAG Awards and all kinds of awards uh, because there are so many more first-run motion pictures now that are on television on the various platforms, yeah. whether it be, what do they call it, HBO the, Max? Yeah, well, the streaming services. So, yes, like yeah. HBO Max, Apple Plus, Disney yeah. Plus. Netflix, right? Yes. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah, Netflix. Netflix. How could you forget I Netflix? Know. It's my favorite, actually. It is your favorite. It is. It is. It is. There's right. just so many. And then, is it Peacock? Yeah, and Peacock. Uh, there's that's, another that's one, the too. That's the NBC platform. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Oh. Is, is there Paramount, or I just no? Is there that is a Paramount. A figment I, of my imagination. No, well, there might be that uh, too. Oh, but, okay. But I don't, I'm not familiar <laughs> with that one. However, there is. There, there is. is Paramount. There is. But you can find so many great things on these platforms. You know, you just uh, kind of search for them. You never know. I I like to watch a lot of old stuff myself. You know, like a lot of old like uh, Highway Patrol shows or. Dragnet or Groucho Marx, you know, that sort of thing. Well, and I, I like to deal in the past. In the black and white. <laughs> black and white. In the That's black right. and white. Yeah. I really don't need a color TV. You don't. No. You really don't. And no. you know what? When you were saying that about the streaming <laughs> services, I have had Netflix for, mm, gosh, eight years at least. Probably yeah. it's even longer. And the price, when you look at the price. Yes. The, for the monthly subscription, yep. I think I started out paying like $5, and I do know that there's deals. You know, if you buy a certain cable, you can get, you know, a cheaper deal or even a new phone. You can All get a right, certain get some thing. deals, yeah. There's yes. always some wheeling and dealing involved. Yes. And when you think about it, there's a number of reasons. I mean, yes, with COVID and everything we've gone through the last couple of years, we had to do those. We yes. had to stay at home right. and watch them. But now that the theaters have opened up, you know, you can go out to the theaters, which I have because, yes. as you know, I yeah. love You love their popcorn. popcorn. You, you, you can't make that theater popcorn no, at home, no matter what they say. You that can't. is right. 
That is right. There is something about that. So, but that's so like I, twelve dollars an ounce at the theater. Yes, but, you know, when I say something, yeah, yeah something yeah. about that. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> but when you're looking at the cost, it really behooves you to like almost stay at home yeah. and watch these movies. You know, in your jammies or in your comfortable sneakers or slippers, and uh, pay what maybe fifteen a month. And yeah. I just, as a person who does get a discount, which means you're either a student or a child or a senior. Take your pick of what she pick. is, folks. Correct. Is she a student? Is she a child? Or is she a senior citizen? <laughs> I might be all three of those. You do not know that, Kale. However, um, it, it is like. Really, one movie and a popcorn right. pays for the whole month. All right. Now, I think there are pros and cons to both. You know, I, I, I may have, uh, you know, having worked in radio for a number of years now, I, I may have a little hearing deficiency. Let's put it that way. I, I may. Or else they just don't really project too well on the silver screen anymore. They don't articulate like they used to. Uh, I don't know whether it's me or them. I'd like to think it's them, but maybe it's me. But, you know, when you're at home watching a movie, uh, if you missed a line, you can go back. And, right. and I'm sure some people are smart enough to be able to even close caption some of these movies. Exactly. I'm not that smart. So I can't, uh, I, I haven't done that yet. I haven't gone to that level. But if you want to, if you didn't catch a line at home, you can go back. But. You know, to me, I, I still enjoy the experience of going to the movie theater. To the theater. I do. Right. For whatever reason. You know, I can't hear half the lines, but I still enjoy going to the movie theater. Well, I think a lot of when you said that about not being able to hear, the movies today, and I think it depends on which one you're going to or which yeah. type of genre you're going to, there is so much going on in the theater. I'm not talking about with the with the audience. Right. I'm talking about there's nothing that is like a quiet movie. I mean, everything is booming or yeah. or yeah. there's so much True. other noise yeah. happening. Yes, yeah. the dialogue you will you will miss a lot. And, and sometimes you hear the movies bleeding over from, from the other theaters. Yeah, yes. No, it's true. Like you the can. big explosions and, and what have you. And there's lots of explosions these days, folks. A lot. But I still, why I still like it, I, I don't know. Because, uh, you know, like I say, uh, half the dialogue is lost on me. I don't, and I can't blame the audience talking because most of the time when I go, uh, there's maybe four or five people in the theater. And you're the told. one talking. And, and I'm not talking. <laughs> I'm not talking. I'm very quiet. I don't want to miss anything. Well, that's a good thing you and I, when we you go to a theater or to a movie, and folks, I am guilty of this. I can hear. I can see it okay. But then it's like to the person next to me, what did they just say? Or is that the person they just had? <laughs> I yeah. am one. I'm, I am so guilty of this that I do interrupt the person or the people that I'm watching it with. And I feel really bad about that. And yeah. then I'm missing half of what they just said in the next couple scenes. All right. All I right. am that that person. So sorry if anyone sits next to me. So, yeah, I, that I, I don't know if it's just me, but again, it's it's difficult to hear some of the lines, especially, you know, the more intimate, quiet conversation. Correct. You, know, you can hear everything in the previews okay. I can tell you that. Everything in the, pre, in the previews you can hear. 
But when the actual movie starts, I have trouble hearing much of the dialogue. Yes. And that's why at home, you know, to a certain extent, you can crank it up as much as you want. And uh, or go back if you missed the line. But anyway. Yeah, and put him on pause. Yeah. yeah. And talking about yes. the, the previews. You could even take a bathroom break at home. Yes, oh, you, you can do can. it at the movie theater, too. Yes. But then they're going to stop the movie. Yeah, you're you. going to miss some what's going right. on. Then you're right. going to have to talk to that person like me going, what did they do? What right. did, they, what did right. I miss? You know, the one downside. Well, there's many downsides about the movies and uh, where we are right now, where the theaters and the movies have not. They're not up to speed of what they used to be. Is the previews. I am one that I love the upcoming previews. I love those. In fact, I want to get to the theater uh, in time to see the previews because there's something exciting about coming. what's coming up. And if you go to the theaters now, folks, the upcoming movies, it's, it's only a couple <laughs> because there's not, <laughs> there's not a, a lot that's going to be released yet. And uh, I'm kind of disappointed about that, too, because that's part of the experience for me. So when you said that about your black and white, well, mine is my color. The seeing the previews, the upcoming. I love to see that. I can't wait to see what's coming up. And uh, the good thing about it for people like me is, you know, you can arrive 10 or 15 minutes late and still see the entire movie. Because, because you're you don't going care. to be right. inundated with the previews, even yes. though there aren't as many films coming out, at least at the moment, as there once was. Uh, you know, you know, there's going to be 10 to 15 minutes anyway of previews. So and you can, so you can show if the movie says three o'clock, it, it won't get started till at least three fifteen, three twenty. Well, folks, like I will be there at five minutes to three mm-hmm. just to make sure there I don't go. miss anything. I need to buy my popcorn yeah. and I need to find my seat yeah. and Get ready for the previews. <laughs> All right. There there you go. So speaking of the theater experience, yes. Kitty Ray, resident flick chick, uh, what have you seen recently? Well, I have seen a couple movies in the last uh, week or so since the last time you and I got to chat about movies. Uh, I saw Uncharted, which is in the theaters, and that is like a treasure hunt movie that stars Mark Wahlberg, or Marky Mark. Kind of like Sea Hunt, you mean, with Lloyd Bridges? Okay, that's Anything going like back. that? You're going way back again. Well, I like that black and white stuff. <laughs> yes. you know? Sea Hunt. Yes. Yeah. No, not like that. More like American Treasure or something like that. Oh, okay. with Nicholas Cage. Something I know nothing about. Yes. And Tom Holland. So those yeah. are the t- two main characters. And Tom Holland... Is um, we all know Mark Wahlberg, but Tom Holland. Uh, hopefully, we all know him as well. But he's the most recent Spider-Man, and um, I recently saw him in the Spider-Man series as well. But um, and you it, like that Spider-Man? I flick. love it. Yes, I yeah. love it. I can't wait to go back and I didn't see it see again. It. Oh. Well, you need to. There'll be another one coming out in a couple of weeks. So no, just, probably just... a couple of years. Oh, a couple of but... years. <laughs> Yes, yes. But this one is pretty good. It's not a bad, it's an action movie. It's, you know what, it's not going to win an Academy Award or even a SAG, as we mentioned a little bit ago. But, you know, it's uh, it's cute. It's, you know, it's, it's an action movie. It's, you know, I'm not even, I didn't even notice what the, um, the rating was in it. But uh, it's not a bad movie. Um, I, I don't know. I probably would give it like, 
yeah, maybe three boxes of popcorn. Which on, on a scale of one to five, five. boxes of popcorn. Yes. So it's somewhere in the middle. Yes, it is. It yeah. is. It's 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 a cute movie. Again, Mark Wahlberg can't go wrong. Tom Holland, two cute guys. Hey, and they're after $5 million or looking for $5 billion, I mean, and uh, possibly finding uh, Tom, Tom's character, whose name is Nate, his brother who is lost or or is he gone? Two, yeah. Two words that you're but, going to But it's to not know. a movie you'd, you'd, you'd want to see again. No, not I mean, time, you, you, time and again. No. No, not time, time and again. Correct. And, and that is called Unchartered. Yes. A cute movie. If you like action movies. If you like action, lot, lots of noise, lots of explosions. Yes. Uh, Not lots over of, the top, though. Lots of, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's say it's rather far-fetched, folks, like so many action-adventure movies. But I guess that's why you go, for the escapism. It because is. you know none of these things could actually ever happen in real life. But, you know, that's why people go to see James Bond. Correct. And, Correct. All these other movies the that, that, that have, yeah, the yes. things that could never, ever, ever happen in real life. So that's why, you know, it's over the top and, you know, people love it. So people will continue. And, and it's a much better, I think, if you, if you enjoy those films, that genre, much better experience at the theater. Yes, because of the large screen. Yeah, yes. Right. Yeah. Most people don't have screens as large as a movie theater's. Uh, in their homes. Uh, some people may. Yes. And some people may, may come close to it. But uh, because really some of these screens at movie theaters these days aren't as large as they once were. You know, uh, you know, sometimes you go into these uh, multiplexes or whatever they call them uh, and you have, you know, 12 or 18 theaters under one roof. And some of the screens aren't that big. No. Yeah. No, well, they can't because if they have that right. many theaters yeah. in there, they couldn't. Hey, and nor do they have the curtains that open and close at the beginning of the uh, Red River does. I know Red they River do. does. They're, they're the Talk only one that holds true uh, to that theater tradition. Correct. Talk yes. about nostalgia. Yeah. So when you go into the Red River Theater, you, you're there. You get two things there. Yeah. You get, uh, you know, you get to sit down and... Uh, and see, the, the, the uh, curtain is open Correct. when you get there. And then just before the previews are going to start at Red River Theater, they close the curtain just before the previews and then open it right back up again. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So but you, you get... still get that old-time flavor. And the old-time yeah. real butter. Oh, yeah. On the popcorn. On the popcorn, Yes. But only on Thursdays now at Red River Theater. They have that uh, well, snacks right. and vax or whatever it is. Correct. If you're vaccinated, uh, you can get the snacks at Red River Theater. And but that oh, may change. Right now only. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it will. It I'm, will. I'm sure it will. And By I, summer. And I love the Red River Theater. I do. I like to go there as much as any theater I know around here. Uh, so we're very blessed and conquered to have it. There's no doubt about it. And they have a lot of the movies that you would never see. In these uh, huge cineplexes that you see, so uh, we are blessed to have the Red River Theater in downtown Concord. So correct. There's a free plug for the Red River Theater. Yes. All right. You're welcome. So, so you saw Unchartered. Correct. Yes, with Mark Wahlberg uh, as the star, and what was the other fellow's name? Yeah. Oh, Tom to Holland. Tom Holland. Yes. Correct. Okay. Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Yes. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. As he was once known. Mm -hmm. he, no, not very no. few call him that these days. Oh, well, I do. Oh, you do. Okay. All right.
That, that was during what? What did he do at that time? He was a singer, or dancer. What yeah, was he? he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think he was Marky Mark and the Fun Bunch, or Marky oh, yeah. Mark and the Something Bunch. Right. Yes. Right. He, he, he was not part of New Kids on the Block, though. No, no. no. That's his brother, I think. Right. Don, yes. Yeah. But and I think that's around the time that Mark Wahlberg was doing underwear commercials oh, or yeah? advertisements. Oh, or I something. only remember Jim Palmer doing underwear commercials. Okay, that's way back again. Okay, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you keep digressing. <laughs> <laughs> he was very famous for that, though. Yeah. Jim Palmer, Hall yeah. of Famer that he is. From Baltimore? Yes. Yes. Former the Oriole. Yes. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I think I've seen him. Well, not in his underwear, oh, yeah. but I've seen yeah. him. Yeah. Old number 22. 22? Yes. That was his number. And uh, I'm sure it's retired by the Baltimore Orioles. If, you know, his number's retired by the Orioles. Uh, Brooks Robinson, Frank Robinson, perhaps, number 20. Brooks Robinson was number five. Anyway, we, we're not talking baseball No, we're here. not. Not yet. Because there is no baseball. There is there another is no movie. Baseball. No, no baseball. Uh, no baseball. Not yet. No, no baseball. It's not being very, very good to us right no. now. So, the other movie you saw recently was? Yes, and this is something that I did see at home on the smaller screen. On the smaller screen. Correct. Yes. And, oh, it's a musical drama, and it's tick, tick, boom. Boom. And you used boom. At boom. Just we, like our 101.9 yes. signal booms I think that in the might Queen be City. The theme. Yes. I might be. That's the theme. But, oh, my gosh, I cannot wait to see this movie again. Ah, one you would like to see oh, again. Oh, gosh. You know, it is about Jonathan Larson, who is a playwright. And uh, this is a, well, actually, it was a play. Uh, and it is a, about the true life, Jonathan Larson, who is, was, I should say, the director or the playwright for Rent. Yeah, the composer. The too. composer. Oh, yeah. gosh, yeah. was he a composer? Yes. It was something. And this movie is one of the movies that's about his life. And Tick, Tick, Boom is a musical that he wrote. Mm -hmm. But this is a movie about very the writing of this movie and about his life. Yeah. Not about this movie, excuse me, this his this musical. Right. And uh Lynn Manuel Miranda is actually he directs this. And I believe this is his first directing. Really? Yeah, Dictor yes. Really? It's his debut. Oh. Yes. Oh. And um it is awesome. I mean there's so many parts to this that I am thrilled that I saw this at home. So I just as we were talking, I could stop it as we were mentioning, could stop it to rewind it because, folks, there are so many people in this yeah. that it's amazing. And you really don't know it or it's like, wait a minute, did I know that person? Right. Right. And so I would stop it. I would rewind it. Uh, yes, that could be annoying. I cannot watch, cannot wait to watch it again. But the music is just so beautiful. It is so beautiful in it, and um, and it was all composed by Jonathan Larson, correct? And then brought to the silver screen uh, long after his untimely yeah, death, like six years or something. I think it might have been six years after. I'm not a hundred percent sure about that, but uh, yeah, you know the thing about his un when you said his untimely death. Yeah. Um, I did not know this prior. I knew about Jonathan Larson, but I did not know this part about him. But he actually passed away the night before the Broadway debut of Rent. 
or off Broadway. Off debut Broadway, yeah. Even the first never, anything, never saw it. Performed. He never did. No, I and mean, yeah. and just seeing this movie, the Tick Tick Boom, yeah, and which uh, I believe not not the movie because uh, you know, he he composed Tick Tick Boom as a theatrical correct. experience. Correct. Right. That was performed. Yeah, on Broadway or right. probably off Broadway, right. this, off Broadway. Right. And I think that was uh, written like before Rent. It was. Yeah. It was. It, it had to be. Yes. It had to be. And in yeah. fact, he actually in this movie, uh, what was it? Suburbia, Suburbia is what he was right. What he was writing, or mm -hmm. it showed him as a young aspiring composer in right. New York in the early nineties, nineteen nineties. Yeah. And it just really kind of shows the rise and struggles of an aspiring composer, his friendship with um, with fellow um, composers or aspiring people, but, um, and his love life and mm. his, you know, so there was a lot yeah. of, and again, it's a musical drama, but. Uh, a lot of storylines. A lot yeah, of storylines, yeah. but they're not confusing. You really no, kind of know where they're it's not. going. No, you saw it, right? I did see it. I did see it. It's very good. Yes. I mean, I, I enjoy the theater and to get a background story like that uh, for someone who you know, really in a, a short amount of time contributed a lot. I mean, you talk about Rent, one of the iconic Broadway musicals of all time yes. that ran on Broadway for more than 12 years. And off-Broadway. And off-Broadway. Because that's where I actually saw it in New York. And you know the difference between off-Broadway and Broadway. I the bet a lot seating of people... capacity. Right. The seating capacity. Anything under 600 seats is, is off-Broadway. Off it doesn't. Location doesn't matter, folks. It's not about the location. That's right. Right. It's yeah. not like it's in some far-flung place in Queens or something no, like that. No, no, no. And in fact, I many years ago learned that when I went to see Rent mm -hmm. and they were talking about Off-Broadway and being yeah. not that familiar with Off-Broadway or Broadway. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, like two theaters down right. from, from Broadway. Broadway. Yeah. It's just, it's not, doesn't or, have anything to do with location. No, no, no. But this, this movie though is it has a lot if you a lot of Lin Manuel Miranda in it you can really see his influence. In, in fact, it has Lin Manuel Miranda <laughs> yes. in it. Yes. Yes, he is in there in a cameo. Yes, yes, and you can. Yes. I know Stephen Sondheim. Yes, you know Stephen Sondheim. No, no. you though. I know yeah. this about you. Yes, that you truly. You know, you have a lot of, not history, sure, but... Sure, yeah. A lot, yeah. We have a lot of history together. A lot of history Stephen together. Sondheim and I. But yes. he, with John, with Jonathan Larson, uh, he was very pivotal in Jonathan Larson's career. Yes. And his inspiration as well. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, it kind of kept him going. And it, the, the songs in this uh, movie, and as you said, Ken, it is, Tick, Tick, Boom is the... I want to say, is it the musical? Yeah, play musical yeah. that um, Jonathan Larson wrote. Yeah. And he wrote, produced, sang. Um, no, I don't know if it was singing all of them, but he, he did it all. He did it all. He did That's it all. True. So when you go to this movie, though, to see this, or when you see this movie, and I hope you do. And it was on where? I actually saw it on Netflix. Netflix, okay. Well, yes. that's where I must have seen it as well. Yes. Yes. Netflix. Yes. And, um... 
it's it's just unreal. I mean, it's just uh, I can't wait to see it again. <laughs> How many boxes of popcorn oh do you give gosh. that? I'm going to give it five. Okay, because I don't, I don't get this excited agree. over. I, I would agree. I mean, I do like so musicals. many great cameos. Do you want to? Well, I don't think we should mention them. Let's let no, people but, find out for themselves. Uh, but you know, yes, they need to. I don't want to mention all of them, but the songs are awesome. Look for people. On broad, if you've been to musicals or you say, oh, my God, that person looks like. Or I'm TV gonna, as well. There's or some TV. TV stars there as well. All right. I'm going to mention one. Okay. Okay. If someone looks like Bernadette Peters. Yes. It may be it, it could Bernadette be. Peters. There's a good chance it might be Bernadette yes. Peters. That's only yes. one. <laughs> yes. I don't think I've seen her in the movie since The Jerk. Seriously? In In a movie? Yeah. Probably not. Oh my gosh! You Probably know, not. I like the jerk. I've seen, I've, <laughs> I've seen her on Broadway since I've seen her in a movie. I did oh, yes. see her uh, in uh, a number of Hello them. Dolly on uh, on Broadway. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we must take a break. Oh. Our resident flick chick, Kitty Ray, is here, and we're going to talk about some of the upcoming award yes. shows as well. And they're coming right up. The SAG Awards, the Screen Actors Guild Awards. And the Academy Awards are exactly a month apart, folks, uh, on your chronological calendar. Uh, we will continue. Kale and Company here at AM 1450 WKXL 1039 in the Capital Region. 1019 FM in the Manchester area presented by Weed Family Automotive right here on NHTalkRadio.com. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company. We are here with Kitty Ray, our resident flick chick. And last time you were here, we talked about the Olympics. No, we talked about the Super Bowl. We did. We haven't talked about the Olympics, and uh, there isn't a whole lot of Olympic buzz, uh, judging by the ratings that they had recently on uh, NBC and Peacock and anywhere else you might might have found them. I, I don't know if too many people in my circle of friends, small as it may be, uh, that uh, that actually sat down and watched any of the Olympic Games. And we might, uh, if we have a chance later on, talk about some of those uh, brutal, dismal, disastrous ratings on NBC and Peacock. But we Are will you continue. saying they got the cold shoulder? The, the Olympics did, yes. yeah. And I, I think, Is that what you're saying? I think there are a number of reasons for it. First of all, though, I think the fact that they were contested in China uh, sent a lot of people away from their TV sets. I really do. And really hurt their ratings. And you've got to blame directly the International Olympic Committee more than anybody else because they were the ones who took China's money and gave the games to Beijing. So, you know, you, you can blame the IOC directly for, you know, their poor, poor, poor judgment of handing the games to China. The next winter Olympiad, or is it summer? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. Is it is, is it winter or summer? Uh, they're going to be in Italy. Italy is going to be the next. I'll, I'll look that yeah, up. Yeah, check that I'll out. I'll check that out. Because I thought that was summer, but maybe. While you tell us about uh, some of the nominations for, well, we'll do it in uh, in chronological order. Yeah, so the SAG. The SAG the Awards actors. coming up on the 27th of February, folks. Now, you might be That's listening to this soon. in July, but we mean last <laughs> February 27th. 
<laughs> and but, this could yeah. be something you could actually, even if it is in July, right. go back, please, yeah. and watch some of these movies. And, and see how uh, Kitty Ray's predictions stood up. Oh, my gosh. Up. You're going to make me do my predictions as well? Oh, well I might. I might. Oh, okay. We'll see. All right. Well, you know what? The um, With the SAG, the Screen Actors Guild Awards, yes. uh, the outstanding, you know, some of this, though, is about television and movies, Ken. So I yes. have really been only concentrating on the movies. I did for a while follow some of the um, television, but... I think things like The Walking Dead or Grey's Anatomy or um, things like just like that from uh, mm -hmm. they're not on this. So I'm probably going to just talk a little about the movies. If oh, that's good. okay. That would be fine. All right, good. So the outstanding performance by a male actor in a leading role, uh, Javier Bardem, being the Ricardos. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he was good as uh, Ricky Ricardo. Yeah, yeah. Ricky. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog. Andrew Garfield. Woo, and I didn't even say who was in Tick, Tick, Boom, right. Andrew Garfield. Uh, I yes. was too excited. He he plays Jonathan Larson. He is Jonathan Larson, and he is nominated for the um, Outstanding Performance in the Mail. Will Smith in King Richard and Denzel Washington in The Tragedy of Macbeth. All right. Now, I know you haven't seen all of those. No. Uh, but out of, uh, you know, out of those... Uh, Actu nominees, who do you think is going to win? Well, actually, I've seen all of them except Denzel Washington okay. in the tragedy of Macbeth. And I'm okay. hoping yes. before the 27th, yes. which is coming up, uh, yeah. to see it. So I will have seen all of them. And if I had not seen Tick, Tick, Boom... Yes. And as excited as I am right at this moment. You are moment, very excited. I am. It. I can tell. Because Andrew Garfield in this, I have seen him as Spider-Man. Right. And yes, folks, he is. He was a, another Spider-Man. But the range of him, of seeing how he can, the singing and yep. the acting. I was going to say it would be Will Smith because I really did like Will Smith and King Richard. But I am going to go with Andrew Garfield. All right. There you have it, folks. Former Spider-Man. Yes. Andrew Garfield. And a fantastic singer. And it's Kitty Ray's nod for best actor in a movie. Correct. In a featured role. And this is for the is SAG. Is that in a featured role? Yes. Okay. Yes. In uh, a leading role. A leading role. That's leading. what I was looking for. A leading yes. role. Yes. yes. A leading role. Correct. Now. For, Andrew Garfield. Yes. Okay. Yes. The outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role, Jessica Chastine in the eyes of Tammy Faye. I know you saw that one. Yes, yeah, I yes. did. Olivia Coleman, The Lost Daughter. Oh, what a movie that was. And I did see that one. Yes. Lady Gaga, House of Gucci. Jennifer Hudson in Respect. Yeah, and saw Nic that one. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Nicole Kidman in Being the Ricardos. Ah, she played Lucy. She did. You got some Lucy. explaining to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait a minute. That was Ricky. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was Ricky. Sorry, folks. So I have seen all of these, all of these actors, female actors. And you know, Ken, now how many, did you see, you saw some of these, didn't I you? I saw some of them. I saw some of them as well. And I, I would, to tell you the truth. I know which one you're going to say. What? Who am I going to say? What, what Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye. No, I wasn't. Oh, gosh. I, I, no, Jeez. I was actually going to say Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. In the House of Gucci. Yes. And in fact, I think she will run. When it, it's, okay. Toast to the fire. Sorry about that. Yes. But 
I will say Lady Gaga has a Gucci, but it may be a sleeper in this with Jessica Chastain as the eyes of Tammy Faye because her portrayal of Tammy Faye Baker was was really spot on. I did see bits and pieces of that, and she was very good, yeah. Uh, Now, the movie itself might not have been that great. Not easy being Tammy Faye. Correct. Putting that eye makeup on, folks, was a little problem. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, like with in the case of... uh, who was it that played Lucy? Nicole Kidman. Right, right. Yes. Right. I mean, it's tough to play somebody who is so well-known as Lucy. I mean, really. I think it it's, is. I think it's harder to play someone who, you know, nobody knows. Like the character, really, in House of Gucci that Lady Gaga portrayed. Well, she's actually, but it was based on a real-life oh, person. Oh, yes, it was. But the people, I mean, most people don't know Correct. that person. Correct. Like, I mean, that, that person didn't spend, you know, 70 years on television. You know, like Lucy. I mean, Correct. she's still on. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. icon. It and, is hard yeah. to do that. Yeah. yeah. Or or play a role like Tammy Faye Baker. Everybody, you know, pretty gen- generally people know who Tammy Faye Baker is. And and that would be difficult, difficult to portray as well. So I think it's easier to portray someone that people really don't know. Although it was based on a real life character. that Lady Correct. Gaga. But I think Lady Gaga did a great job in House of Gucci. She did. Yeah. She did. I'm not even sure what the critics said about it. And she House didn't sing. No, she didn't she sing. Did no, she sing. She did not which sing, which is something that, you know, when we saw her in, what was that one with, um, gosh, I can't think of it, where she did the singing. God, what was that? A Star is Born? Star is Born. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I lost my Star memory for a moment. Yes. Yeah. yes. I mean, obviously, there was singing in there, and she's got the voice, and obviously, she's very, very, very mm-hmm. talented. Yeah. yeah. I, I just was looking at House of Gucci and uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, the critics' website uh, where they, you know, kind of tabulate what the critics have to say about it. Uh, it got a 62 Rotten Tomatoes, the House of Gucci. Okay. Or House of Gucci. Uh, and But the movie-going public, uh, 82% of the movie-going public liked it. 62% of the critics liked it but, uh, or had a favorable feeling about it. 82% of those who attended and, you know, paid money to go see it uh, liked it. I liked it. I liked the movie, House of Gucci. Is that up uh, for an Academy Award? For the House of Gucci? For, yeah. For an Academy Award? Uh, for the Best Picture? Yes. No. It's not. No. It's not. No. Okay. I'm surprised, though. I thought it would be. Yeah, I thought it would be, too. Uh, so we're talking about the Screen Actors Guild now. Right. Screen Actors Guild. And uh, so you talked about the... Best actor, best actress in the mm-hmm. leading role. Correct. Uh, how about supporting? Do they have supporting well, actors I and actresses? Well, I do see the uh, the male actor in the supporting is Ben no. Affleck yeah. in the Tender Bar, which I don't even know what that's about. I have mm-hmm. that's not even on my radar. Uh, Bradley Cooper in Licorice Pizza. Yeah, yeah. Troy Kotzer in Coda. which I have not seen. I would really like to see that one. That right. one is has a lot of SAG Award and yeah. Oscar buzz going on. I need to see that. And that's uh, what, C-O-D-A? Yes, Dakota. Okay. yes. And yeah. I do believe it is like the first movie that has uh, a hearing impaired or totally deaf oh. actor oh, okay. in it. Yeah, because it stands for something, right? Yes, yeah. yes. And I don't, I'm not familiar with it, so I don't even want to attempt it. All right. Uh, Jared Leto in House of Gucci yeah. and Cody Smith-McPhee. In the power of the dog. Very good. And of those, I have seen three: Licorice Pizza, 
House of Gucci and The Power of the Dog. And again, what I mean, I love Ben Affleck. I like Bradley Cooper, yep. and, but his role in Licorice Pizza was very, very minimal. And if he gets this, this is something other than just the acting. It has right. to be yep. something more because it doesn't warrant it in my book. Yep. But Cody Smith McPhee plays the son in The Power of the Dog. And he's yes. very pivotal in this movie. And the movie itself was <clears throat> really, really good. You saw that. I did. You did. I did. I did, I did not see that. And that's the one with Benedict Cumberbatch in yes. it. Yes, and, and he's, he's up, isn't he, for an award? He is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was one yeah. in the beginning that yeah. is up against Andrew Garfield. But um, his role in this movie, his acting, he's a young actor. Um, I'm going to go with Cody. All right. Very good. So, uh, CODA is an acronym that stands for Child of Deaf Adult. Oh, okay. Yeah. Child of Deaf Adult for CODA. Oh, that's C -O -D -A. right. Because the parents yeah. are deaf. Correct. And this chi the child mm. is not. So, we'll take a break. Kitty Ray is with us. We're talking about the upcoming award ceremonies, the Screen Actors Guild on February 27th. That's a Sunday. And the Academy Awards on March the 27th, exactly a month apart for those two award shows. Speaking of dwindling ratings, I don't think any ratings have dwindled over the last 10 years like award shows, but they're still on, folks. I think uh, the Academy Awards are on uh, ABC. Is that correct? I believe it's yes, ABC. Correct. And they will be hosted by Amy Schumer. Yes. Wander Sykes and Regina Hall. Whoa. Yes, As three the, ladies, <laughs> three powerful so there's, ladies. There's a warning for you folks right yes. there, if ever I've heard one. That's uh, right. So that's for the Academy Awards on uh, March the 27th. Check your local listings, as they say. And February 27th, the Screen Actors Guild will be on TNT and TBS. You know, the uh, NBA All-Star Game recently was on TNT and TBS, and they did on uh, TNT, they did the traditional play-by-play, -play, you know, and color analysis of the NBA All-Star Game. And then uh, on TBS, they had a, a, you know, an alternate broadcast like ESPN did with the Mannings during the football season on Monday Night Football. They had an alternate broadcast with uh, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, Charles Barkley, and others. Uh, so it was more, you know, of a, uh, of a, of a lighter touch to the uh, festivities. I think they should have a, a you know, a, alternate broadcast on the Screen Actors Guild where people are just commenting about it. That would be kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, so why not, right? Why oh my not? Gosh. I, I don't know if they are or not, but we have to take a quick break here because we are uh, quickly running out of time here on this edition of Kale & Company. Glad to have you with us today on AM 1450 WKXL 1039 in the Capital Region, 101.9 in the Manchester area and streaming always, except when there's a Celtics game, on uh, nhtalkradio.com. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company. And Kitty Ray is with us here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, presented by Weed Family Automotive of Concord, weedfamilyautomotive.com. And by the way, to clear up any confusion that I might have caused earlier, uh, the 2026 Winter Olympics will be in Milan, Italy. The the winter, winter? winter Games oh, in okay. Milan. Wow, okay. The 2024 Summer Olympics will be in Paris. Whoa. Yes. Okay. So that's your Olympic schedule coming up, and nobody will remember it five minutes later. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, very few remembered that the Olympics were on for the past uh, couple of weeks uh, because the ratings were just dismally, dismally uh, low. Is that a word, dismally? Dismally. I don't well, know. <laughs> really just very low. Very sad. low. As low it's a as sad you can low. Go. I think that's it. It is it's sad. It's a sad it, low. It is, it is sad. It went, it went about as low as it you could can go? possibly go. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, according to a, a story that I'm reading uh, courtesy of uh, Fox News, the media adjectives pouring in to describe the legacy, if there was one, of the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics aren't pretty. Some of the words being used are disaster and joyless. <laughs> and NBC's $7.75 billion investment in 2014 that gave it exclusive American media rights to the Olympic Games through 2032. 2032 is under question after a second consecutive ratings dud as far as the uh, Olympics are concerned. I mean, the ratings were just disastrous. Uh, so let's see. The Associated Press says an average of 12.2 million watched the Olympics in primetime on NBC cable or it's a Peacock streaming service. That's a 42% dip from the 2018 Winter Olympics in Seoul, South Korea. Only 10, 10 million watched NBC alone. That's a 47% drop from 2018. And it was down 57% in the critical 25 to 54 age demographic from the Seoul Games. So Kitty Ray, I want to ask you, how much time you took to sit down and watch the 2022 Winter Olympics from Beijing, China? Well, I will be totally, totally honest. This is the honest program. This is honest. Yes, it is. Um, maybe a total of 15 minutes. 15 minutes. One, yes. For 15. something that was on for two weeks. Yes. And to be, I don't even know. I just heard you as you're saying the dates and the times and everything. I just didn't have, I just wasn't into it this year. There yeah. was a lot. No, you weren't alone. Going on, but I just had no interest. I had no interest in it. And I am a luge person. I love Watching the luge and uh, the downhill. Not is to it, mention the curling. The, no, you just took my lines. Oh, that oh, is oh. Like, that's what I saw. Okay. That had me more excited than anything else. The curling. Yeah. It just kind of made me want to get out there and do that myself. It made me think of doing like air hockey or something. Yeah, right. Right. Um, or actually shuffleboard, yeah, there you like go. going on a cruise on and ice. playing. Shuffleboard Correct. on ice. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Except but you that... don't get down on your knees for shuffleboard. No. Well, you don't. You've you, never no, seen no. me play shuffleboard. Uh, oh, maybe you do. Have you, Ken? You have to go under the bushes to find <laughs> yes. the little disc that you've shot off the, <laughs> yeah. the course. That's right. Well, we have to take one final break here, and then we're heading down the home stretch of Kale and Company here on WKXL and NHTalkRadio.com. Presented by Weed Family Automotive of Concord. Welcome back to the show. It's Kale and Company. Kitty Ray is here, resident flick chick. And unfortunately, we are heading down the oh home stretch. We only have a few seconds left. What is the next thing you're going to see at a movie theater near you? 
Well, I did mention that I would love to see that the coda and the tragedy of Macbeth before, not probably before the SAG, but before the Oscars that are coming out at the end of March. But uh, Death on the Nile is something I'd like to see as well as Marry Me, which is romantic comedy with J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez is in, and uh, Owen Wilson. That is going to wrap it up. Thank you, Kitty Ray. Thank everyone Thank for joining us here on Kale & Company, WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com.